When my very important words are not enough, America cries out for more. Thus, America, the mini-episode, was born. America! 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 Well, America, here I am with you again before our scheduled program. Why? Well, it's come to my attention that some of you forget I exist merely a week or so after my show comes out. Sometimes the show only comes out once a month, and that's not great. Well, we're aiming to do better, and I'm going to be talking to you all of the time. That's right. These will be mini-episodes. These will come after the regular scheduled program that uh, came out last week. In these episodes, I will deliver an audio version of Rapid Fire News that you can find on our Instagram page, at America the Podcast. You also hear audio versions of the videos that we'll be putting out, such as Did You Know This? and Stop It! And what's the other one? Hmm, I forget. But it's awesome, I can tell you that much. I will also be performing readings of letters from friends and fellow countrymen from back in the 1770s through the 1780s. These will coincide with the episodes that we previously did. In this case, the Boston Massacre. A terribly fun event that I got to ring a bell at and yell fire. Also, some people died. But it led to America, so here we are. And by here we are, I mean the mini-episode. So, let's get to questions. Little Jimmy from Albuquerque, New Mexico writes, How rich are you, Mr. Thebedias? Well, Jimmy, like most billionaires who border on trillionaires, whether the government knows it or not, I am often worth anything from a ton to a shit ton, but never a metric ton because that would be un-American. If you were to put it into numbers, there would just be a lot of zeros, sometimes a five, sometimes not. One time there was even a six, and I was like, whoa, that's awesome. But I digress. Simply put, I am so rich I can buy most countries. And I do mean most. There's only like 160-something in most. Moving on. Little Allison from Eugene, Oregon writes, Are Donald Trump's hands really that small? Well, Allison, unlike what I was planning to do, I won't lie to you. Donald Trump's hands really are that small. There was talk of having them replaced with doll hands for a while, but we just simply couldn't afford it. I mean, Donald Trump's basically broke. That's the real story here. Small hands and broke. Moving on. Little Bradley from Tampa Bay, Florida writes, Does every country have an embodiment of and only hope for itself? Well, Bradley, the short answer is yes. The long answer might awaken an old god. But the only answer you need to know is that I, Thebedias A. Starred, a.k.a. the Bastard, a.k.a. the embodiment of and only hope for America, are the only, am the only, am. Am the only embodiment you need to worry your head about. And that goes for the rest of you, America. Now, moving on. Or, I guess we're at the end of the segment. Okay, that said, we're done with questions, and, well, I guess we'll be back in a moment. It's America, the podcast! And we're back. So, as you a fan or anybody who I secretly use Inception technology on at night might know, 
I am putting my very important segments such as Did You Know This and Rapid Fire News on TikTok and Instagram. Well, the segments are going on Instagram. Rapid Fire News is going on TikTok. One of those very important segments premiered this past Sunday, and I take you to that now. You'll notice the difference in audio. Because somebody, and I'm not saying who, Tim, got lazy. Here is my recent very important segment. Hello, America! It's me, Thebidias A-Starred, a.k.a. the embodiment of and only hope for America, as well as the host of America, the podcast, on Shway Media. I am here once again to bring you my very important segment, Did You Know This? Did you know this? Recently, and by recently I mean back on April 21st, 2021, America celebrated Earth Day. I meant to put out a very important statement on the day itself, but I was still a little high from 420. As a matter of fact, I'm still pretty high right now, and it's July. Ooh, that rhymed. <clears throat> Rule of thumb, America, don't eat a whole plate of cannabis brownies. Or do eat a whole plate of cannabis brownies if that's what you're aiming for. Anyways, now for my very aforementioned very important statement. Did you know this? Did you know that Earth is dying because of humanity's plastic and fossil fuel pollution? Well, actually, the Earth won't die, it will just become unlivable for humanity. Something I was okay with until I found out the shocking truth. Did you know that America is on Earth and filled with humans? This is a revelation that makes me want to do something, but also makes me feel slightly responsible. I mean, I did invest hundreds of billions of dollars in the fossil fuel industry over the last century. I also keep a condo on that garbage continent in the Pacific Ocean. Not the one in the Atlantic. That one's for the poors. There's also a high percentage of cell phone charges on that one. Fun fact. Irregardless, to keep the Earth from killing America and I guess the rest of the world as well, I will be investing all of my hard swindled American dollars into green energy and supporting green initiatives. You should also do the same because if you don't, I will find you. Do a whole Liam Neeson Taken thing. To learn more about how to save the planet, I invite you to read the text of the Green New Deal. It's real short. Like, 14 pages. Super easy. Go now. Oh wait. I can't wait. Okay, well. <clears throat> you can also go back in time and tell your younger self to listen to Al Gore and his inconvenient truth. I know he's boring, but he was on Futurama and once got so drunk on tequila he tried to buy Twitter. So... That evens out, I guess. This has been Did You Know This? Well, America, I hope you learned something. Now, we'll be back in a moment. It's America, the podcast! And we're back with America, the mini-episode. So, as you know, my very important regularly scheduled program, America, the podcast. This season, we are discussing the American Revolution from my very important perspective. And as such, I wanted to give you a little bit more of a perspective than just my own. So, every mini-episode, I will be reading letters or documents that come from that era. Some were written by fellow countrymen, some were written by friends of mine. All of them written by Americans. It should also be noted, but not necessarily considering this entire thing is about a war, some of these letters may contain descriptions of violence, so if that makes you uneasy, maybe don't listen to this part. Was that good? My producer 
Audio engineer man Jonathan says it's good. Okay. Tim's not here. Tim has other things to do, apparently. Anyways. That said, now it is time for Very Important Writings. Our first letter is actually an affidavit from a man named Charles Hobby, a citizen of Boston who testified in the trial of the Boston Massacre. Mr. Hobby writes, Between the hours of nine and ten o'clock, being in my master's house, I was alarmed with the cry of fire. I ran down as far as the townhouse and then heard that the soldiers and the inhabitants were fighting in the alley. I then left them and went to King Street. I then saw a party of soldiers loading their muskets about the custom house door, after which they all shouldered. I heard some of the inhabitants cry out, Heave no snowballs, and others cried, They dare not fire. Captain Preston was then standing by the soldiers when a snowball struck a grenadier, who immediately fired, Captain Preston standing close by him. The captain then spoke distinctly, Fire, fire. I was then within four feet of Captain Preston and know him well. The soldiers fired as fast as they could, one after another. I saw Crispus Attucks fall, and Samuel Gray went to look at him. One of the soldiers, at a distance of about four or five yards, pointed his piece directly for the said Gray's head and fired. Mr. Gray, after struggling, turned himself right around upon his heel and fell dead. End of statement. Very sad, but very, uh, not that accurate. Because, as we all know, I am the one that threw the rock and shouted fire. Also, so many other people threw rocks and yelled fire. We really can't post blame. Not on me, at least. Like, who's to say? I mean, I know I said I'm the one that literally did it, but, you know, the British were found not guilty, mostly by this next statement from Thomas Preston, and with the help of John Adams. That's why you don't get a monument, John. We made sure of that. That said, here is the testimony of one Thomas Preston, captain in the army of goddamn King George. The mobs still increased and were outrageous, striking their mobs or bludgeons one against another and calling out, Come on, you rascals, you bloody backs, you lobster scoundrels, fire if you dare. God damn you, fire and be damned. We know you dare not. And much more such language was used. At this time, I was between the soldiers and the mob, parlaying with and endeavoring all in my power to persuade them to retire peaceably, but to no purpose. The civilians advanced to the point of the bayonets, struck some of them and even the muzzles of the pieces, and seemed to be endeavoring to close with the soldiers. On which some well-behaved persons asked me if the guns were charged. I replied yes. They then asked me if I intended to order the men to fire. I answered no, by no means, observing to them that I was advanced before the muzzles of the men's pieces and must fall sacrifice if they fired, that the soldiers were upon the half-cock and charged bayonets, and my giving the word fire under those circumstances would prove me to be no officer. While I was thus speaking, one of the soldiers, having received a severe blow with a stick, stepped a little to one side and instantly fired. On this, a general attack was made on the men by a great number of heavy clubs and snowballs being thrown at them, by which all of our lives were in imminent danger. Some persons at the same time, from behind, calling out, Damn your bloods, why don't you fire? 
Instantly, three or four of the soldiers fired. On my asking the soldiers why they fired without orders, they said they heard the word fire and supposed it came from me. This might be the case, as many of the mob called out fire, fire, but I assured the men that I gave no such order, that my words were don't fire, stop your firing. End of statement. As you can see, there are multiple sides of the same story, and unless you take my very important words as fact, and you better, we may never know who actually caused the boss to massacre. I fully admit I may have played my part, but, you know, like I said before, bada bing bada bang, here we are. And with that, I guess it's time to end the mini-episode. I will see you again next week with my tale of the Boston Tea Party. Tell your friends and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Shway Media, or wherever you get your podcasts. I will be in your ears again soon, America. Good night and good fight. It's America, the podcast! This has been America, the podcast, with me, Thebidias Ace-Starred, the embodiment of an only hope for America. Tim is also there. You can catch my very important show every week on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Shway Media, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go ahead and give us a five-star review on one of those fancy apps while you're at it. I command it. You can also hear the show and access more content at americathepodcast.com. And don't forget to watch Rapid Fire News and other segments every week on TikTok and Instagram at americathepodcast. You can also find the show on Facebook and Twitter if you're into that sort of thing. And now to contractually credit the people who helped me make this show possible, i.e. put it on the internet. America the Podcast is a Shway Media original podcast. Writers for the show include me, Babadias A. Starred, Tim Philippi, Alana Matos, and Michael Seismore. The executive producers for the show are Alana Matos and Tim Philippi. Sound design is by Tim Philippi, and all dialogue is recorded in Shway Media Studios. All research and fact-checking for the show was performed by Michael Seismore and Tim Philippi. A full list of research sources for this season of America the Podcast is linked in the description of each episode. The America the Podcast theme song is by Timmy Two-Step and all other supporting audio heard in the show was procured through audioblocks.com, freesound.org, and ambientmixer.com. A full list is linked in the description to this episode. That's it. Go on now. You hear? This has been a production of Shway Media, all rights reserved. For more information, please visit shwaymedia.com.